This is the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. Now, from Studio B or wherever the Saints and Pelicans might be, here's Brianna Nowlin and Cassie Calvert. Good morning and welcome to the Black and Blue Report. You are on with just free today, but I have a special co-host with me, Daniel Salerson in the house. I'm not Cassie Calvert, <laughs> nor will I try to be. I mean, you could talk in a really high-pitched voice. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> and I don't want to try that either. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Pelicans game day. The Pelicans are hosting the San Antonio Spurs tonight at 7 in the Smoothie King Center. Tickets are still available. You can go to pelicans.com or call 504-525-HOOP. We are going up against the Spurs, and they lead the league in three-point field goals, and they're closing out a four-game road trip and have won their last five games. So it'll be an interesting matchup, to say the least, especially given the fact that three of their starters are either injured, probable, Gasol, Ginobili are injured, Tony Parker's probable, and Kawhi Leonard is questionable. Um, and we know Anthony Davis is um, nursing that uh, thigh bruise. So hopefully we'll see how he looks at shoot-around today, right? Yeah, we're going to learn a little bit more from Anthony here in just a little bit as we're taping this, so you'll kind of know before you hear this. But it looks like he'll probably play. At least he was listed as probable heading into tonight, which is a good sign. But as you mentioned, the Spurs are coming off a long road trip, but they've been in New Orleans for two days, so they've had kind of some time to, I don't know if they've been partying the last two days, which is which, which would be nice, but um, it's the Spurs, so it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough one, but this homestand has been, I've been kind of describing it as a roller coaster ride. Started mm -hmm. off really good against Orlando, yeah. then really down against Brooklyn. Really bad. Goes back yeah. up against Cleveland, and then back down to Oklahoma City. So if the trend continues, that means we're due for a win we're, tonight. We're going up again. We're right? going up again, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then on Sunday at 5, the Pelicans are hosting the Washington Wizards here as well. So it's a basketball-filled weekend. We also have a little bit of football um, to talk. It's the Senior Bowl is going on tomorrow at 1.30 in Mobile, Alabama. And then Drew Brees is also playing in his 10th Pro Bowl, and you got to chat with them a little bit, right? Yeah, it just seems like every year it's just uh, the norm. Drew Brees going to the Pro Bowl. I caught up with him yesterday afternoon, and uh, he was very excited. I'll let you hear that, but it's in Orlando this year. Probably a little disappointing it's not in Hawaii like it usually <laughs> is, but he's there with his kids. They get to enjoy the things that Orlando brings, like Disney World. But yeah, um, and also the Skills Challenge was yesterday, which is pretty cool. I didn't know it was taped and aired yesterday when I talked to him. He said he participated in some of it. He was in the arm uh, arm accuracy competition. I think he finished third. But then the coolest thing he was a part of was the dodgeball competition. They actually played <laughs> dodgeball, AFC versus NFC, and the uh, AFC prevailed, unfortunately. but Or no, NFC did prevail. But uh, that was pretty cool to see a so bunch fun. of grown men playing dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So coming up on today's show, we are going to hear some of that interview from Drew Brees. And then we're also going to be interviewing Pelicans assistant coach Kevin Hansen. So stay tuned. We have Drew Brees coming up right after this break. It's family night. You take the wife and kids to a new hibachi restaurant. The flames go up. Your wife's eyebrows get singed off. And Junior leaves with a black eye, thanks to a projectile shrimp. But it doesn't have to be this way. 
Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans facing off against the Washington Wizards Sunday, January 29th. The first 8,000 fans get a free King Cake Baby bobblehead. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Ochsner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Ochsner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Ochsner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-OCHSNER or visit ochsner.org. What's up, Black and Gold fans? This is Anthony Mackie, Seven Wall Soldier, Drew Brees' disciple. You are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the show. We have a very special guest on this Friday. Joining us now from Orlando, Florida is Drew Brees, number nine, making his 10th Pro Bowl appearance overall, ninth, which is a franchise record for the New Orleans Saints. Drew, uh, congratulations on making another Pro Bowl. How's it feel? Uh, it feels great. Um, it's a tremendous honor. Um, you know, to think that uh, just finished my 16th year in the league, and this is this is the 10th Pro Bowl. Had a chance to play with a lot of uh, great players from around the league. You know, when I come to these Pro Bowls, and um, it always excites me to have the opportunity to, to to spend time with guys. You know, this year like Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. You know, the two other quarterbacks, and um, you know, guys around the league that you watch and you respect, and obviously they've had great years. You know, there's a lot of veteran guys here too um, that you you know probably played against for a long time and maybe played some Pro Bowls with um, guys like Greg Olson. Um, this will be a couple of Pro Bowls with him um, and a few others. Uh, get to be re- reunited with Jimmy Graham and Darren Sproles for, uh, you know, another game. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome as well. Now, when you are interacting with some of these players that you really don't get to see a lot, are you primarily talking about football or is this a chance for you, like you mentioned, to kind of catch up with old friends and kind of catch up on families and things like that? Yeah. No, it's both. It's probably more so just to catch up as friends and get the families together and just the time that you spend at the hotel and, you know, kind of off the field just hanging out. I mean, that's that's really where I think the bonds are created. Um, you know, the, the time on the field here is very limited, very short, you know, um, and then you go out and play the game. So it's really the, it's really the opportunities off the field that um, – kind of bring guys together how laid back is the atmosphere then when you're at the portal because it seems like you all are on the field you're not that much but you do have some little practice time is it sort of that laid back atmosphere kind of a relaxing week even though you are playing some football still yeah you know it is um it is uh, you know again the practices are fun you know fans come out um it's uh 
you're not putting pads on or anything. You know, so you're just you know, you, there's some base level stuff that you have to get through with the the, uh, the the offensive and defensive schemes. But for the most part, it's stuff that everybody does. You know, they just call it something a little different. So there's a little little memorization to, to be done. You know, going into the game, but um, uh, it's just fun to be able to throw to different guys and you know be around a different coaching staff and hear different systems and yeah it's, that, that's all part of the fun as well and i know this year i think they added some sort of skills challenge which i think is happening in the next couple of days or so are you taking part in any of that or have you learned about any of the games that they're going to be playing yeah actually we did the skills challenge yesterday um, okay. and i'm not sure when they're going to televise it but um, it was fun it was a lot of fun i love the fact that they brought that back into the pro bowl um it used to be something they did back i think my first or second year in the pro bowl um, we did that, and they did away with it, which um, I love the fact that they brought it back. I think it just adds another element. And, you know, it's fun for the guys. Um, it's competitive, and yet guys have fun. There's a lot of jawing and going back and forth. It's just another something that fans can enjoy as well. Now, I know they also changed the format again to NFC versus AFC. Did you, do you like it going back to conference versus conference, or yeah, were you intrigued by I, I mean, the, uh, the draft portion of it? I think the draft was cool just from the standpoint that you got to play with guys that you hadn't had a chance to play with before, you know, AFC guys. Um, Cause for so long it had been an AFC versus NFC, but there is a competitive element to the AFC versus NFC. So that, that part of it, I like. Is it, was there, is it a chance for you to play against, like have some wide receivers on your conference that you may not be able to, if you were uh, playing AFC versus NFC, someone that you might be uh, dying to throw a ball to that yeah. you don't have the opportunity to. Well, for example, a couple of years ago, I got to play with Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd never get the chance to play with him uh, if it wasn't for, you know, the the, the draft. Um, so that, that guys like that, JJ Watt, you know, some others, where, you know, that I'd much rather have JJ Watt on my team than, than right. chasing him. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, Drew, this is also time I believe your family is there with you. Are they having a chance to enjoy some of the festivities with you as well? Listen, I'm going to be posting stuff on social media <laughs> all week long. I mean, they they are having the time of their life. I brought the boys on the bus, team bus, with me today to practice and. Uh, they were running around the locker room, stealing gloves <laughs> out of everybody's locker, and you know having guys like um, Odell Beckham or Des Bryant or Richard Sherman throwing the ball in the locker room. I mean, it was it was awesome. They had such a blast. I know there's a, I know I saw that picture with Odell Beckham Jr. with your kid there. Is, is that the person they were looking forward to meeting the most, or was there another guy that they were eyeing there as you they ran around the well, locker room? Well, they, they were mo- probably most excited to see Jimmy Graham and, and Darren Sproles again. But uh, my oldest son is a huge uh, Odell Beckham Jr. fan, and so he's he's been, you know, just watching his every move here over the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's uh, he really looks up to him. Um, it's funny, you know, when when your kids begin to look up to athletes. Um, I mean, it takes you back to when you were a kid. I mean, these are the exact same things that I used to do. Right. You know, watch their every move, try to mimic them, and it makes you realize just how impressionable your kids are, but also just how important it is for guys at our level to be great role models for these kids because, man, they are watching your every move. They want to be just like you, and so to set that example for them is very important. That's a great perspective, and I know uh, this is a little different location. A lot of times this Pro Bowl has been in Hawaii, but Orlando, that means Disney World. Does that mean your kids are going to be running around the parks here in the next few days? Yeah, yeah, they're going to be running around. Absolutely. They uh, they can't wait. They can't wait. In fact, uh, tomorrow and the next day we're going to be running around the parks, so we're uh, really looking forward to that. Does that mean no relaxing for you? You talk about this being a relaxing week. Does that mean no relaxing since you're going to be running around with them in the park? Nah, there's never any relaxing. This is uh... – <laughs> 
this is going to be a very, very active trip. But, but I'm looking forward to that. Real quick, before I let you go, do you have a favorite Pro Bowl moment from the 10 that you've been in, or I guess nine previous, that something sticks out to you? Oh, man, um, I don't know. Uh, there have been so many. You know, it's hard to choose one. You know, we've won a lot of these games. Um, you know, you when you throw touchdowns to, like, Larry Fitzgerald or um, Steve Smith, um, but Jordy Nelson, you know, I got to throw to T.Y. Hilton a couple of years ago, you know, back when it was the draft. I mean, just stuff like that where, again, these are just, just great experiences to – but really, uh, now that the kids are at an age, it, it's really so much about the family that um, I just I love that we can provide this moment for them. Well, we're looking forward to watching you on another Sunday, January 29th at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Drew, I appreciate the time, and uh, I'm glad you're representing the city and the team there at the Pro Bowl. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you. All right. Hey, New Orleans. The world's biggest party just got even bigger because NBA All-Star 2017 is coming to the Big Easy. You know about the big game on Sunday, but there's a whole weekend of fun. Starting Friday night, come check out the BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge and the Celebrity Game. Then the D-League All-Star Game on Saturday. Even watch the best athletes in the world get ready at All-Star Practice. Tickets start at just $10. Don't miss out. Visit NBATickets.com now. Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce cup, and sip your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry, dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low-calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. All right, welcome back to the show. Time now to talk Pelicans and Spurs tonight. Joining me now, Pelicans assistant coach Kevin Hanson. Kevin, welcome to the program. Good to be here. Kevin, uh, first before we get into the Spurs, you know, you work so much with Anthony Davis, and the trend right now for the Pelicans is AD's played a lot more at the five than he's normally played. Um, How's that transition been for him, and how's that been working with him during that process? Uh, you know, it's been good. It's been good for the team, first of all. Um, you know, we had a, a stretch of games where it was beneficial to have him at the five. Um, you know, I, obviously he doesn't love banging against the real seven-foot, 275-pounders. But, um, you know, when the, when a team's small, you know, they got, you know, like when we play the Knicks and they got Joe Kim Noah, or even tonight they play LaMarcus Aldridge as the five, uh, who's really a four, it just makes sense. Um, and it's best for our team. Uh, you know, it's more of a – of a defensive lineup than anything, um, and it's been good for us. So I think he's he's willing to do whatever it takes for the team as long as we're winning games. Uh, have you seen a difference as far as his play um, when he's switched up? Uh, what about offensively? Is there any challenges as far as offensively when he's playing more at the five? Yeah, he, we, he doesn't pop as much. So in pick and roll, he's not popping as much. He's more of a, a roller to the basket. Um, and, you know, he's really good at mixing it up. When he played the four at the five, um, he's more strictly diving. Um, so, and he doesn't really have a, a, an advantage in the post as much. Um, but he does have quickness on the guys. So th- there are other advantages if he gets in the open court, or when we do pop him out to a clear side, he, he's able to use his quickness, his his change of pace to get to the rim or get a shot that he wants. 
In light of him missing all or part of the last eight games, the rest of the team has really had to step it up and come together, and we pulled out an awesome win against Cleveland on Monday. So what does that mean for the rest of the guys to be able to do something so great? Well, you know, when someone like AD leaves, I think everybody just kind of it's next man up mentality. Um, everybody just has to elevate their game. You know, obviously Terrence played out of his mind. Um, Demo played really well. Drew was really good. Um, and I think those guys just came out with an attack attack minded mentality. Um, whereas sometimes, you know, to start a game, everybody knows where the ball's going. It's going to AD. Um, those guys just kind of played played free and um, were really attacking, and it, it was good for us. So, uh, and a lot of times, sometimes when a guy like AD goes out, the other team lets down a little bit. Um, they, they don't play as hard. Not to take anything away from that win, because they they, I mean, Kyrie Irving had 49 points or whatever it was, and they did everything they could to get the win. We willed it out. Um, but I mean, it was that was probably our best one of the season. You mentioned Terrence Jones. Are you guys happy as a coaching staff, happy with his recent performance? Absolutely. I mean, he's he's been really good for us throughout the year. Um, when he plays well, we put ourselves in a good position to win. Uh, he, he's kind of like an X factor for us. Let's talk about Modi Yunus a little bit because he's the most recent acquisition for the Pelicans. You've been able to work with him a little bit. How is he adjusting to his new role? How has he been as far as getting into game shape, and how does he kind of fit in with the system? Yeah, I mean, that's probably been the biggest thing is getting him into game shape, game rhythm. Um, he really he does all the things we, we want uh, a big to do. You know, he, he sets screens, he rolls, he, he really moves the ball well. Um, you know, he's a pretty good finisher, but that, that comes with also rhythm. You know, he, he's a little out of rhythm. He hasn't played basketball in almost, you know, since the playoffs of last year. So it's just going to come gradually and uh, trying to – put someone like that into the lineup, it's not the easiest midseason. So I think we're finally figuring out a way to get him into the into the rotation consistently. The Pelicans are hosting the Spurs tonight at 7 in the Smoothie King Center. What are the main focuses going into tonight's game? Well, Kawhi Leonard, probably number one. You know, last five games that he's played, um, he's averaged 35.6. So... You know he's a problem, and he's a problem that we got to address. And it's a team, it's a team effort to try to take someone like him out of uh, out of this game. I mean, he's going to score. You know, he's going to do what he does. We just got to try to limit it. You know, hopefully it's not in the 35 range. Hopefully it's somewhere in the 20 range, and just got to make him work for everything. Um, they're going to go to Lamarcus Aldridge in the post. Uh, we got to be able to guard him. We got to be able to guard him and. You know, coming off that Oklahoma City game where we had trouble guarding the post, it's going to be an emphasis guarding the ball. Um, you know, so that that'll be that'll be interesting. But I mean, and they're really good. They're a really good team. You know, they play well as a team. So, you know, you got to you got to take away penetration. You got to you got to limit penetration because when they penetrate, that leads to threes, and they they're number one in the league in three point percentage. So, you got to take that out. Um, really good passing. Really good cutting team. So you got to be high hands for deflections you got to be in the guys you know making sure that they don't cut get behind you all that stuff will be will be really important tonight you've also seen Pal Gasol is going to be out tonight how has that changed your game plan as far as what you do even though David Lee has played really well in his absence I mean Pal's been out for I don't know at least five games yeah so you know David Lee's filled in really well he's been he's been probably the, I would say their best pickup of the of the summer um, he he really is a 
kind of found new life again, you know, where he was struggling to, to, you know, get picked up by teams. Now he's coveted. Um, so, I mean, Powell obviously is an issue in his own right. Seven foot one, really long, but this actually might help us a little bit because um, we're able to start with Dante at the four and AD at the five, and we can match up with those, those two. Um, I think that'll kind of help. You mentioned Kawhi Leonard a little bit. He's so versatile. He can do it on the offensive end and defensively. So I know it's it's always tough to try to stop him. It's not going to be easy to stop him. But what are some things you can maybe try to do to limit him as far as his production tonight? Well, I mean, with someone like Kawhi, he, he scores in so many ways. Um, you know, you, you you scout and you watch film on a guy, and, you know, it's it's all over the court. It's in the post. It's in pick and roll. It's off pin downs. So it really comes down to everybody being dialed in to helping because Solomon's got a, got a handful there. He's going to be into him. He's going to be directing him, making sure he only has one way to go. Everybody's got to be ready to come and help. How is preparing for the Spurs different this season now that they don't have Tim Duncan? Uh, not not too much different. Um, that's the one thing that they did with Pau Gasol. Um, they got a guy who, who has very similar skill set. Um, you know, can basically same kind of passer, same kind of same kind of post player. Um, different defensively, Tim's a better defender. Uh, he, he, even how how old he was, he was still really great timing. But it really didn't change too much. Um, that's about all I could say about that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not there with the Spurs. I know it is different. I'm you know, I mean, ha- having been there, I know it's a huge addition to their culture losing someone like Tim. Do you feel like there's a sense of urgency right now? I mean, I think we need a sense of urgency for the rest of the year. Um, honestly, I, I think it's going to come down to us beating the teams that we're competing with for that spot. We're going to have to beat the Denvers. We're going to have to beat Portland. We're going to have to beat Sacramento. You know, we, we still play those guys a lot coming up. That's where you really gain the ground because we're all going to play. We're all going to win some games, lose some games. But when it comes down to playing each other, that's where we got to make up the ground. That's assistant coach Kevin Hansen. Kevin, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. All right, we'll wrap things up next on the Black and Blue Report. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. You're at a dinner party. You're seated next to a loudmouth. Plus, there's no bread. Why is there no bread? Myrtle the Family Chow Chow seems very interested in you. But you're allergic to Myrtle, and you left your inhaler at home. But it doesn't have to be this way. Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans facing off against the San Antonio Spurs Friday, January 27th. Do Friday night right with friends and family at the Smoothie King Center. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. We're going to wrap things up on this Friday. Uh, Thanks to our special guest, Kevin Hansen, and also Drew Brees and my lovely step-in co-host, Daniel Salerson. Oh, glad to be here. (laughs) I'm here anyway, so. Yeah, true. You're normally just the man hidden behind the mic. 
Um, so it's nice to get to chat with you a little bit. I know. I know. <laughs> we don't need Cassie, right? I'm just kidding, Cassie. <laughs> just kidding. But am I? Uh, but yeah, again, Pelicans game day is today. We play the Spurs tonight at 7 in the Smoothie King Center. And then on Sunday, you can catch the Pelicans at the Smoothie King Center again at 5 o'clock, hosting the Washington Wizards. And then right after that, tune in to the Pro Bowl t- to see your last chance to see Drew Brees play this football season um, Sunday at 7 in the Pro Bowl. So it'll be Big a sports busy weekend. weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, Very crucial for the Pelicans, too, with two games at home before you hit the road for three, and you only have three home games in February because of All-Star break and Mardi Gras. That's when the Pelicans usually leave town. So mm -hmm. these two games are going to be very important. So we're going to need that Cleveland Cavalier-like atmosphere that we had on Monday here tonight and on Sunday, and especially Sunday is the King Cake Baby bobblehead giveaway. Oh, you got to come for that. First 8,000 fans, so they're going to go real quick. I need one of those. I need one, too. Everyone talks <laughs> about creepy, and he might be a little creepy, he but is. I think he's kind of cool. It's part of his charm. Yeah. No other. There's no other mascot like him. Right. That's for sure. Exactly. Everybody loves the King Cake, baby. Yeah, so make sure you come out to these two home games because there's not going to be that many chances in February, and uh, these two games are really important for the Pelicans as they're two and a half games back at the playoff spot. So these are so, big. Be there. Tickets be there, be are square. still available. <laughs> good seats are still available, Yeah, very too. good seats. Um, so go get those tickets and come to the Smoothie King Center. And we are going to sign off today. But thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you back again on Monday, hopefully recapping two Pelicans wins. Peace. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.